Welcome to the Organic Marketing Simplified Podcast. Around here, I'm all about giving you actionable strategies to make money from your online business. Hey girl, I'm Juliana. I'm a born-again Christian, wifey, homeschooling mom of two, and a serial entrepreneur. In this podcast, you're going to get coaching from me every single week, and you'll discover the strategies you actually need to implement to grow your business while raising your babies and managing that ever-growing pile of laundry. You'll also listen in on biblical principles I'm learning in my walk with Jesus as a baby Christian, because let me tell you something, a business partnered with him is a solid business. So go grab your very own special organic marketing simplified notebook and your favorite pen. It's time to plan out your success strategy and make some money. Let's do this. Oh my gosh, ladies, I am so excited because my guest today, she's going to help us out so much. She is going to bring us some clarity on how to stay healthy, run a business. And also we're going to talk about kids because I know that as we're running these businesses, especially we're working from home, we're doing everything that we can. We're working late hours. And sometimes we feel a little bit guilty when we have toured or takeout for like the fifth time in a row. So my friend here, Kristen, she's going to shed some light in all of this. And Kristen, welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you on. Thanks. I'm excited to be here, Juliana. Yeah. So Kristen, tell me about yourself. Where are you living now? Which I think it's so cool, by the way. She lives in Europe, you guys. But tell me about yourself and the budgeting kids you have. So I'm a registered dietitian. I am a mom of four. My kids are tiny, seven, five, three, and one. And I'm a military spouse. We're living in Germany. We've been here about five months. And I help women just eat better and move better to regain their energy and confidence. And it is my absolute calling to just help women, moms in particular, show up better and healthier and stronger. And I love it so much. Oh, I love it too, because I know we were chatting about this, that when I eat like crap, I feel like crap. But sometimes you know, my flesh wants to eat the processed food. It just is what it is. So I just, I prepare myself for that. But I do know that my body, the next day, my energy will take a beating for my, my poor food choices, you know? So I am very mindful of that. But, you know, tell me like, so how does food affect energy and in, in running your business? Like, how does it all come together? Yeah. So when we're busy and we are raising kids and running a business, a lot of us will tend to run on fumes. We're running on coffee and we're skipping meals. And then, like you said, hitting takeout at nighttime and all of our food just it comes at night. So we run on nothing all day long and eat at night. And so our blood sugar is whacked out. Our energy, our mood, you know, the term hangry is so real. And so it's just really going to pull you down. When you're not eating, it's weighing you down. So there's like quite a few basic starting principles that you could apply to really get more consistent with your meals. So when you're more consistent with meals and snacks, it's really going to help stabilize you with both your energy and your mood and therefore your productivity. And so everyone here, you want to be productive. You want to kill it in your business. And so food is going to help you do that. I wholeheartedly believe it. Don't get overwhelmed by well, what do I eat? Does it have to be perfect? 
just simply start getting more consistent. And that would be a really good first step. Yeah, I love that. So what would you say then? Like we should not be skipping breakfast, right? Right. Breakfast is a must. Okay. And then snack or no snack for adults specifically, because this is the other thing too, right? Like you want to be healthy, you want to do things right, but then like what is correct, right? So is it okay to snack? Yes. You have my wholehearted permission to snack. It really comes down to thinking of your meals and snacks a little bit differently. So traditionally, we've all really had big meals and we try to get to the next meal and then get to the next meal and avoid food in between. But we really want to change our mindset and start to think about meals being smaller and snacks being a little bit more substantial so that we have that more consistent energy level, more consistent blood sugar. So we're not having these highs and lows and highs and lows where we're stuffed and then we're starving and stuffed and starving or in the case of many of us moms, starving, starving, starving and then stuffed. (laughs) So yeah, snacking is totally okay and it's totally allowed. And the question you specifically said, should we snack? It's definitely going to be individual and customized and depends on How early did you have breakfast and when are you having lunch? Like if it's only two hours later, you might not need to, but we do want to get more consistent fueling. And the reason for that is because we don't want our blood sugars to like go all the way to the ground and then like we're just dragging all day long, essentially, right? Yeah, you nailed it. That's exactly it. All right, perfect. Okay, so you heard it here first. You can have snacks, mamas. It's okay. And it's funny because sometimes... I have to say that I personally don't snack in the morning. It just, I'm not that hungry in the morning. I eat breakfast because my husband makes me a plate and I'm like, okay, well, it's here. I'm going to eat it. But sometimes when I do eat snack, I'm like, oh, why am I having snack? And I think it's like so weird. But now I'm like, you know what? It's it's okay. And like, I I never actually stopped to think what time did I have breakfast, right? And another thing too that I'll add is that depending on where I am on my cycle, right? If it's like, If I just had my period, I tend to have more energy like the first two weeks after my period. But if it's like getting closer to the PMS range and my period range, I'm like just more reserved and my energy tends to be a little bit lower. And I think I have to track this, but I do think I am hungrier towards like the second half of my cycle after ovulation. I have to track that though and see if I tend to snack more during that time. Yeah. I mean, our cycle and our hormones really affect our hunger and our satiety, it affects how hungry and full we feel. So whenever you're paying attention to your cycle and if you're somebody who tracks, you could absolutely make a little note of how hungry you were during that time. And so then you're going to just become a little bit more aware of it and you're going to become more okay with it. It's not the end-all be-all if you have three or four days where you want more chocolate. It's fine because there's what, how many other days in a month where, man, no big deal. Like being aware and understanding your patterns and your behaviors and bringing more intentionality to it, it's going to help you find more peace with all of it and feel in control. Okay, I love that. Now, if you are somebody, right, like if you are this mom who's waiting until dinner time to eat, right, she has an eating all day. What are some tips that you give her? Because we get used to it. And the thing about our bodies that we take for granted is that our bodies 
they're resilient and he gets used to things and it can take years for us to actually see the result of how badly we treat our bodies, right? So if somebody is just starving all day long and then eating at night, what are some tips that you can recommend to actually getting out of that and like starting to have a more regular eating schedule? Yeah. So what you just described is what I like to refer to as like an upside down pyramid. So you eat nothing in the morning and then you eat a little bit more later and then you eat everything at night. So that's an upside down pyramid. So we really want to think about taking that shape and turning it into more of a rectangle. So it's going to be more consistent. So you have a breakfast and you could see the shape if you hold your hands up. Everyone who's listening, just hold your hands up. Upside down triangle versus a rectangle. We want that rectangle. So if you're really just ingrained in skipping meals or maybe you've subscribed to the intermittent fasting theory once upon a time and you have all these rules in your mind and how do you do it? How do you get to consistent meals? How do you get to snacks? One thing, the most simple, simple thing could be to set a timer. And when the timer goes off, you eat something. So that can be... 6 a.m. and then a 9.30 snack and lunch. And maybe if you're just chronically skipping, eating anything is going to be a better start. So you could have a bowl. You could have a handful of nuts. It doesn't have to be this like gourmet thing. Just eat something to get you going. Yeah, I love that. Now, can we talk about movement for a second? Because I do notice Monday through Friday, my husband always go for a walk at the beach and I feel so much better, feel more energized. And then the weekends, you know, my kids are not like, oh yeah, let's go for a beach walk. Mom, like they hate it because they get sweaty. They don't want to get wet. They don't want to get sandy. They want to go to the beach and play. They don't want to go for a walk. But I do notice that the weekends where I actually should be walking because I'm going to be spending more time with my kids. I don't have an any on the weekends. I don't do it and I, and I notice the difference. So Can you talk about like how movement affects us and give us some tips too if we're like a little bit of couch potatoes? (laughs) If we're a little bit of couch potatoes, I'm wanting that. (laughs) Yeah, so movement is going to help you feel energized. It releases endorphins. It's all the wonderful things for your body. And I want to specifically say movement, not exercise. We don't want to find ourselves in this trap of thinking we have to go from couch potato to now hitting 45 minutes of intense exercise because that stinks and you're going to regret it the next day. (laughs) So we just want to kind of get into the habit of making movement more normal. So instead of, you know, that 45 minutes, we want to find little pockets throughout the day where we can add movement. So that might be five, 10 minutes here and there. So in between meeting, get up and if you're working from home, go walk around the block. Go upstairs and down the stairs five times. Just tiny little pockets to help you get your movement where you want it to be. And then from there, the one thing creates the spiral and you're going to find that you feel better. You feel happier. You feel more productive. You have more energy. It works hand in hand with food. So food and movement, they go together. You can't have one without the other to feel your best. So tiny little pocket is how to get started there. You know, it's funny you say that because sometimes when I need a break from work, I'll take a break from like actually like work in the business, but then I'll just say, I don't know, go on Facebook or go on YouTube. And my husband is like, what are you doing? Go outside, go for a walk. You're still staring at a screen sitting. You're not doing anything. Like maybe you're mine for a second, but it's not. 
And my husband was, he shared a video with me the other day about this guy who kind of on purpose, he doesn't sit in like in a comfortable position so that he's always moving. So sometimes he'll, he'll work in a standing desk and sometimes he'll get like a breakfast tray, you know, breakfast in bed kind of tray and put his computer on that so that he can like squat down and work because it kind of forces you to move because you're going to be uncomfortable, right? So you automatically have to move because you are in this uncomfortable positions. And I'm saying uncomfortable, but at the end of the day, you're still changing positions in your body and like it's stretching your body somehow. But he did say that he recommended in the video so that you're not always sitting. And I do know that there's some times that I'm like doing these marathons, you know, in my office and I leave and I'm like, my butt, I don't feel my butt. It's gone because I'm just so used to like sitting and I haven't moved all day long, which is absurd, which is why I do make the effort to walk in the morning with my husband. But I do know that I should be doing a little bit more to move my body throughout the day. I think it kind of goes with the eating, like you were saying, right? Instead of just eating everything at night, also trying to separate out your exercise throughout the day so that you're doing a little bit and you're moving your body, moving some blood. And, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe you can pair eating with a little bit of exercise if you haven't done it in a hot minute. Like before you sit down to have your lunch, you do like, I don't know, five, five, ten squats, you know, that could be a fun thing to do. Yeah, yeah. It's just part of like creating a routine and creating a habit, just taking baby steps to get there. And then the other thing I want to touch on is how you said your kids resist it. That's what they do. Kids are going to resist it. They want to resist everything we want to do. Yeah, (laughs) but true. Creating this culture where healthy is normal and movement is normal and it can be fun. So push through the resistance and try to have fun with it. Like not all of us get to go walk on the beach, but for those of us who are like, just getting the kids outside is such a pain and takes 20 minutes. Do it. It's worthy of your time. It's like a thing to do. Keep pushing. 100%. And I do have to say like when everybody's home from their walk, even the kids are excited. They find treasures at the beach. Yeah. So it is fun, but like getting them out, it's like, oh, So worth it. I'm upset already, but you're right. Okay, I'm going to make a promise right now that I will try to push for it every weekend. I'll report back and let you know how it's going. And speaking of kids, okay, so what if a lot of the women in my audience, they are driven, like they're doing the things to grow their business and they're working really hard. And sometimes with working really hard comes, you can't be everything to everyone all the time, right? So sometimes when you have the seasons of life that you're going all in in your business, like some things are got to give, right? Sometimes that's the food, right? So what do we do when it's like the fifth time in the week that we're getting takeout and we're starting to feel guilty about the kids? Like, do you have some practical tips to make sure that the kids are healthy and we're healthy and that they're yeah. eating better food and they have a very good relationship with food first and foremost? Yeah, so many things to unpack there. So if you are eating out, you still can eat healthy and it doesn't have to be like, oh, well, now we're only going to go to the salad place. Like you can still eat the foods that you like with just some tiny little tweaks and it's going to serve you a lot better. So you can hold up your hands in a circle in front of your face and imagine that that is a plate. So you look at this plate, you divide it in half and fill half of that plate with fruits or vegetables, no matter where you are, no matter what it is, no matter the setting, you can make that happen. So if you're at a, where do you like to go out to eat, Juliana? What's an example? I love pizza. There's a burger place that we like to go to that's thankfully up in the city. 
it's not it's not close to my house yeah so let's go with the pizza example because we all can relate to that like pizza just grab one bring it home or have it delivered and a lot of times we'll eat just two slices of pizza call it good put it away get the kids to bed but you can just make a tiny little tweak you can have an apple on the side you can have some baby carrots on the side what can you add is a really powerful question and getting half of the plate to be fruits or vegetables, it's going to be super key for mom and for kids. So mom's job, mom's entire job in feeding the kids is to just offer nutritious options. So it doesn't have to be get the kids to eat the carrots. It's just offer it to them. So by changing it up, thinking a little bit outside of the box, bringing the baby carrots, bringing an apple, whatever it might be that just kind of feels weird, that's going to be how you start to make those changes so your kids are having healthy options and you're having healthy options. Yeah, I love that. And one of the things that we do in my house, I know my kids, they don't like zucchini, for example, but I make sure to put a zucchini in their plate every time Mm -hmm. because you just never know, you know, and I want them to see it. And sometimes they get mad at me and they ask me to take it out and say, no, it's okay. Just leave it there. Just leave it on the side of your plate. And there are the times that they'll eat something that has zucchini in it. And instead of hiding it from them, I, after they tell me it's good, I tell them, oh, by the way, there's zucchini in there to surprise them. So I feel like I'm a little bit different in that sense. Like I'm not trying to sneak food into my kids. I want them to know like, oh, well, first I let them eat and enjoy it. Then I tell them, haha, you just ate a zucchini, you know? So I do like for them to know what they're eating. And I think, you know, another tip too is just getting your kids involved whenever possible, which I know it's not always possible. But like, for example, we order food from a co-op here. And whenever I order, my daughter is next to me and I'm going down the list with her. And she's like, oh, I like that. I like that. Order that. So she's at least listening, right, to the thing. So we're not going to the farmer's market and getting the food. But she does sit down with me whenever I want to order. It's something that that she started doing at first was like, oh, come on. It's going to take me two hours now to order this food. But actually, it became a thing that we do, which is actually pretty fun. Just to do like those little things that you don't think about. And you know, going to the grocery store with your kids, let's face it, it's called for what it is. Like very few people enjoy it, but it could be a very good, you know, taking your kids to the produce aisle. Like, ah, look at this. And sometimes I don't do this very often, but sometimes I like to tell them what certain foods are good for. And we talk about nutrients and the things like that. Yeah. yeah. Inviting them into the conversation, letting them see the decision, letting them have a little bit of ownership not sneaking and instead just exposing and offering all of these things are so key for raising kids that are brave and adventurous with foods and break out of just mac and cheese. Just offer, expose, encourage, make it positive. 100%. And one thing that I want to say too is I know for the longest time, I didn't want to get any processed food in my house, right? Because my kids are in touch and I want them to be super healthy, you know, but then it got to a point that I just had this like idea one day of, you know what? I wanted them to eat salad, right? But like, let's face it. It's not like I like to eat salad, you know? So I got this salad dressing. It was like, it was organic, plant-based, you know, made out of cashews and like all this wholesome ingredients that it could actually pronounce. And I was like, I'm just going to buy this. You know, it was an investment if I'm being honest. But they started eating salad because they love the salad dressing. So it's a way to get them to try new things. So just like thinking outside the box. Can you try different things because there's a sauce involved? Kids love to dip things. So those are fun ways, you know, and I was very against it for a long time. And I'm like, oh, you know, it's doing the job, right? Give and take. Yeah. Give and take. And it doesn't have to be perfect. It can be 
just like your business. Take messy action, get it done, move forward. Tomorrow's going to be better or maybe not, but you're going to keep going. So just keep yeah. giving, offering and keep trying different things till, till it works. Yeah, 100%. And keep offering. That was the key word that you said, because you just never know when your kids are going to go one day and like start eating the thing. And also like my kids are very seasonal. One day they love avocados. The next day they're like, no, I don't like it. I'm like, what do you mean you don't like it? You're addicted. But they just go through phases of just being flexible and going with the flow sometimes, which I, I get it. It's easier said than done. But like remembering and keep offering because you just never know when the day is going to be that. I mean, there are a lot of things that I eat now as an adult that I would never have eaten as a kid. Yeah. So there's some things that you don't like as an adult and that's totally fine. So there's some things your kids aren't going to like. Yeah, exactly. Totally. And and you'd be surprised. Like, for example, I don't love celery. I really don't. I'll eat it, but it's not like, oh, let me snack on this celery Mm -hmm. stick. But my daughter loves it, you know, so. You also don't know like things that your kids are going to like. For the longest time, I could not even look at a celery. My body would break out. It was that intense, my relationship with celery. And during COVID, I got COVID and I couldn't taste anything. So I was like, well, now is the day I'm going to start having celery. So I bought a bunch of celery and I was juicing it because I also was not hungry, but I was like, I'm just going to take this opportunity to nourish my body with some celery juice. And ever since that time, I can actually stand let celery. So, you know, you never know. But, you know, point is, my daughter loves it. So <laughs> just be open and offer these things to your kids. Absolutely. Well, Kristen, thank you so much for blessing my audience. I'll make sure to leave all your information linked in the show notes. And this has been amazing. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I hope everybody feels more empowered to make nutritious choices find some movement and take the pressure off of it with the kids just have fun yay thank you so all right talk to you soon mama are you working so hard to grow your business but feeling a little bit disheartened by this low progress i know it can be so frustrating when the results aren't happening as quickly as you'd like but i'm here to tell you there's a different way you don't have to struggle on your own or waste your precious time trying to duct tape a strategy together Let me help you fast track your success with a clear marketing strategy and direction. Head over to julianabarbati.com to learn how we can work together and take your business to the next level. You deserve to see the growth and income you've been dreaming of. Now, let's make it happen.